Hi, my name's Johnny Lawrence, your performance coach, and welcome to another episode of Life Talk. Life Talk is a self-development show where I interview someone who is passionate and knowledgeable about a certain topic in order to help you with your self-development. Make sure you give the podcast a follow and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Johnny Lawrence Coaching. And this week I have Deborah Baker. Deborah is a lifestyle prep coach, health and fitness coach. We're unsure what to call you, Deborah. You're many things. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, I mean, so let's get straight to it. We haven't got very long, unfortunately. Um, you believe in resistance training, am I right? I would, I would say so, yeah. Yeah, because many people for many reasons have done all sorts of different types of exercises, um, cardiovascular, CrossFit, whatever. But fundamentally, for your clientele, am I right in thinking that you prescribe resistance training? Yes, so they have resistance training and then in conjunction, obviously, with cardiovascular steps and stuff like that. So, yeah, they get a nice thing. But they do predominantly do resistance-based training as well, yeah. So obviously, <laughs> obviously, you know, I have a history with health and fitness coaching and all sorts of things. But for the people watching, explain what, why is resistance training so important? So, I mean, like you said this before, it's been done to death, you know, like the physiological adaptations and things that can sort of progress certain diseases like bone disease or osteoporosis, um, you know, strengthening around the, the joints and the structures, all types of stuff like that. But I think predominantly as well, it's just helping you be stronger and especially I would say like as a woman in the fitness industry uh people tend to just think that you know you're febile you can't you can't pick things up uh, people offer to get things from you and you're just like well I don't really need you to do that because I do have muscle <laughs> myself um <laughs> and I'm strong enough to carry like a shopping bag or something but yeah. it's I think it's more so for that as well I think right now it's starting to click on in the industry like how important it is as well not just for men to be strong and functional, but also for women to be strong and functional. So I think that's the aspect and with myself and many other sort of like bodybuilding women or women that do any type of like resistance-based training want to put out there really that it's, yeah, it's essential for everyone to do really. Because there's that, there's that myth. It's a, it's a myth that if a woman picks up a weight, she's going to get big and bulky. Now, Personally, as someone that knows you very well, I find that offensive because I know how much hard work you put into looking the way you look. And the way you look is by choice. Am I, am I right? Yeah, 100. I mean, it, it just makes me laugh and it baffles me. And, and you know, you, you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure people that watch this do as well. I put a post up uh, saying that same sort of stuff. And it's just where this, this thing's been conjured up from completely just baffles me because you know, you're not going to pick up a weight and then you're going to morph into eight-time Olympian Ronnie Coleman. Um, <laughs> it just doesn't happen, you know. <laughs> you've got to put in tons of work. You've got to eat in a, in a big surplus, you know. You've got to train really hard, frequently, consistently, for years on end. And, you know, with the vision of looking a certain way. So you're not just going to pick up that weight and sprout a muscle. And, like, yeah, it's quite, for me, it's quite offensive. I'm sort of drawn back by, like, you know you don't do that you know even I think you said to me years ago even to the point where you put on excessive amounts of weight you have to put some type of conscious effort to do that yeah. like you would with anything else so where it's come from I don't know but yeah you have to work hard you have to work hard to look a certain way like I want to look this way if you you saw me years and years ago I wanted to look that way but I transitioned the way I want to think and the way I want to look so yeah it's yeah talk it's complete about that, talk about that work what sort of work do you put in 
into looking as great as you do? As in sort of like training, nutrition yeah, wise, things like that. What's a day look like for you when it comes so, to So obviously I've started prep uh, on Monday, so my, my routine's changed slightly. So now I'm doing cardio five times a week, 35 minutes faster in the morning. I'm hitting 10,000 steps a day. I'm training five times a week and sessions are between like an hour and an hour and a half each. Um, I'm eating six to seven meals a day and I'm sleeping really well as well. So, But my, I literally live and breathe it, so I'm quite... Uh, zoned in especially during prep so yeah it, it's a conscious effort to say the least you don't just accidentally do all those things that have to put a lot of effort into doing that and that's exactly why I ask you that question because I want people to understand you know that you are doing that much cardio you are lifting weights that much you are eating that much you are literally analyzing every aspect of your life in order to achieve the look that you've got and it, so it isn't that easy for a woman just to pick up a weight and get old. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not. It's not. And I, 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 I sort of say it half in jest because it, to us as, as industry people, we, it is silly to us because we have so much knowledge. But, you know, I say to many of my clients, as I'm sure you do, you don't know until you know, right? <laughs> now, we know this and it's hard for us sometimes to understand how people don't know this, but they don't. You know, still now I get clients, of all, female clients of all varying ages that don't want to lift weights because they don't want to get bulky you know so um i mean your lifestyle clients the clients that aren't prepping for competition what 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 do what do their days generally look like i mean i suppose it's dependent on what they're trying to yeah do. so it's all dependent on what they're doing um but i mean I even have ones that have uh, rheumatism i've got ones that have got like uh, hip replacements ankle replacements some that are um, excessively overweight some that are excessively underweight so i literally have this whole spectrum of different clients and like you said yes they all what they're doing is varying to what you know what's what's capable of them from as a person but obviously at the minute we're in lockdown so they're all bound to home and doing home workouts um but when they're in the gym and stuff and they're able to get more equipment it's going to completely vary across the board really but i mean they're all doing resistance-based training they're all doing cardio um getting their steps in so they're keeping themselves fit like all around really they're not just doing one thing and that's it um we're sort of honing in on all aspects really just to make sure that they improve and progress in the way they should so as we're speaking about your female clients as such, what is the feedback that they give you of how resistance training has positively affected their life? Well, I would say one of the mass, one of the biggest things as well is when you see people do excessive amounts of cardio, they tend to, this is just, this is not me stereotyping because I've been there. You tend to have this almost like a skinny fat look and you have no definition or, or just not, there's nothing really there, you know? Um, but when you get like, professional runners they do a lot of their conditioning the strength conditioning alongside of it but their feedback from me is obviously they did excessive amounts of cardio didn't eat enough now they're eating sufficient amounts um they're doing they're doing the resistance training they're doing the cardio but they're they're finding more shape to their physique they're they're feeling better about themselves more confident uh clothes are fitting better and like i said they've got the nicest shape for them to actually look and feel good and then that obviously has that impact on their mental health as well so they're then looking good and feeling good and it's like that constant loop of of like a nice a nice feeling you know like no one wants to feel like crap no one wants to think look at themselves and think i hate the way i look so it's not just the aesthetic part of it it's also like the mental uh, stimulation they get from it as well one of the things you said there that i'm re really interested in is um eating the sufficient amount because mm -hmm. that's complicated isn't it because a lot of people you know you hear it all the time now, if you want to lose weight, be in a calorie deficit. But it is, 
it is that simple, but it's not quite that simple, is it? You know, um, eating the right amount of food is 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 imperative to your progress and will decide whether or not you achieve your goal. What did you mean when you said that? So normally with lifestyle clients, even competitive clients, they come to me and they're not eating enough. Um, even to lose weight, they're not eating enough or, you know, they're they're on stuff like shake diets and they're just not supplying their body with the nutrients they need, which then has impacts on like the hormonal system. Things are dipping up and down. You know, the hunger hormones are really high and their, their full hormones, like you've got the leptin and, and ghrelin, so they're up and down. So they're not really able to sleep properly and, and the body just ends up like reaping havoc on their body because they're just not getting sufficient amounts in. So when you first, I first start with a client, obviously like it's a guideline when you start with them, but when you get into it, you need to learn a little bit how their body adapts to all these things. So, you know, there's no one shoe fits all for anything. It's all about, right, that person might need this amount of calories and that's why we have check-ins and, and sort of see how they go through stuff because otherwise it's literally just going in the dark, isn't it? You can't really um, say that person's going to eat this amount. You have to learn how their body adapts and reacts. Um, but you know, every time someone comes to me, they're not eating enough. Even the people, like I said, even the people that are extremely overweight, um, they're just not eating enough. And especially on protein, that's the one they neglect the most. Um, and we know that helps with satiety and stuff like that. So yeah, they're just not eating the correct amount of, of calories. See what I love about what you're saying is, is your, you, a lot of people hang the hat on one thing, don't they? Oh, you must be in a calorie deficit. You need to do cardio. You need to do this. But what you're saying to me in this moment is holistically, as a coach, whatever type of coach you want to call yourself. I don't know what I am. <laughs> you, you, you are looking at the person, the individual, and you're taking in all of the considerations. So when you first said about all the effort you put into looking the way you do you mentioned food hydration sleep training cardio all sorts of things and that's what you're doing with your clients is that right yeah as well I mean like we we go through sort of like a set thing as well and we go through stuff like stress levels like I said sleep caffeine intake just things like that really because if the body is is obtaining like a it's going through a large amount of stress as well the last thing you want to do with that person is say like their weights skyrocketed or their weights dipped dramatically. You don't want to push them further. Sometimes it's it's a good thing to pull back on that person, which will then in turn help them progress further because it's that sort of old saying of less is more. And it's all, sometimes that is the case. Like you cannot, you know, push someone to the, the brink of sort of like having a collapse, you know, that you need to be able to sort of understand like that, that, that person's on super low calories. The cardio is quite high. Um, you know, we, we can't, oh, sorry. Why, why that happens, I don't know. Um, I did block off all notifications. Anyway, so I'll go back. You Sometimes you need to learn to just say like, you know what, this person needs to have um, a balance, you know, because like I spoke about before, it can literally dip their hormone levels. So you need to be able to, sorry, I heard a weird noise out there. <laughs> you need to be able to make the body functional. Like you can't push it to the point where it, you know, it just cannot do any more. Like it, especially even in prep, we're pushing our bodies to the extremes and sometimes you know I, I have a coach to look after me um and I, I know when my body's had enough I'm like I, I need to take a rest day off even now um I know I've got set days to train I've got to take some of those days off sometimes because I'm physically and mentally exhausted I know if I train um I'm going to incur an injury or I'm going to regress so for me taking a day off um is imperative in, in order to progress so it's about finding that balance and knowing when to stop and when to push nice I mean, I mean, lastly, I mean, sociologically, um, psychologically, 
how does it feel? Because in our society, I did a dissertation on it, the psychological benefits for strength training. And what I found was there's so many little mantras in our lives and little sayings like you throw like a girl and things like that. <laughs> no, but they, they, they're all there from young. We all say them accidentally on whatever. And all they do is reinforce to young girls growing up that you can't be strong. And as a woman who is strong, what's it like to walk around with, I mean, you've got an obscene amount of strength. <laughs> Thank you. It's crazy. Um, to be fair, I'm not, I would, I'm not, the obviously compared to the average female, I'm strong. That's what I'm, I'm nowhere near some of the women in the industry. I mean, there's some women out there that are just, you could play that game all day, though, couldn't you? I, I mean, know, but I, I, can't, I, can't, I recognize you as a strong, strong woman. How does that feel to know that you don't need to ask for help from anyone, man or woman? Um, how does that feel? Because I'm quite an independent person. Like, you know me, I, I like to get stuff done. I don't really like to ask for help. Um, I, I do do a lot of the, I would say, like, manly tasks, as in, like, lifting stuff in for, like, my mum and helping her out. You know, helping... I. One, one time I went shopping um, and I couldn't actually get through uh, with my trolley. So I just picked my trolley up with my shopping in it and like lifted it over. Um, and these people just looked at me like a freak. And I was like, you know, oh, it's, an wow. obstacle, it's an obstacle and I'm going to overcome it. So I'm just going to pick up my trolley because I can't get through. And like, obviously not during the pandemic because it probably would have triggered someone. Uh, this is a long time ago. I don't know that story. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't tend to talk about it. But it's, it's silly stuff like that. You know, I'll, I'll go shopping with my mum and I'll, I'll, I'll go to B&Q and they've got all like the compost things there and they're quite heavy. And they're like, oh, do you want me to take that? I'm like, nah, it's good. I've got it. And I'll take it with one arm. Not, not to show off just because I can do it. And they're like, oh, oh you're quite strong I'm like well, yeah don't assume things like <laughs> it's it's relative to the past you know like I would say my my strength is probably like exceeds that of like the average guy um yeah. I don't know like because I think it's because as a society we're actually quite lazy um so it's probably that might be the reason you know like it's just people need to stop feeling so intimidated by the people and just either you want to be strong and improve um but don't sort of like think that because they're a woman or they're small even like small men get like considered like they're weak and stuff don't they so it's just yeah, yeah. so to, to bring it to a close your important things that you say when it comes to strength training and, and just health and fitness in general is mm -hmm. holistically look at sleep look at hydration look at the food you're having you might not be having enough um, yeah. it could be a factor or you might not have it in the right macronutrients and then obviously strength training a huge component for your physical and psychological benefits yeah, right? it's just, uh, yeah just hitting that you need to hit the basics as well before you start going into stuff like adding in like all these like uh really specific supplements as well you need to make sure you're hitting the basics first and then you can add in like the small percentage of stuff that's going to improve so yeah um and, and with women you, you can still lift heavy yeah. get a nice bum and stuff like that because doing all these like Air, air squats and stuff like that are not going to improve your physique. I'm sorry, they're fine for lockdown, but in, in terms of long-term progress, yeah. you need to lift some weight like you do. I feel like you're about to go into a rant, so I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sign off though, but that's what, that's what girls need to do really, and women in general. Well, Debs, thank you very much for your time. And I you're welcome. With you. All right. Okay. See you soon. Yeah, see you later. Bye. So that's all for this episode. I'll be back in two weeks time and I'll be speaking with another incredible guest in a plight to help you with your self-development. Make sure you give the podcast a follow 
and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Johnny Lawrence Coaching. If you fancy watching these episodes, head over to my YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button and the bell and you should never miss an episode. Just type Johnny Lawrence into the search bar and hope you don't get the guy from Cobra Kai. Thanks to everyone for tuning in and I'll see you next time.